Get a whole lot more for a whole lot less at Burger King. Introducing our new five for four dollar deal. Just four dollars gets you a flame grilled bacon cheeseburger, four tender and crispy chicken nuggets, small golden French fries, a small drink, and a cookie. That's just four dollars for more flamey, more meaty, more cheesy, more crispy, more goldeny, more desserty, and more fizzy Burger King goodness. The new five for four dollar deal. What are you waiting for? Go get it only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Lost Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bell Star. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and, and the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We would like to thank Tumbleweed Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors, for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 5315 East Broadway Boulevard or online at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Everybody, good morning, Cannabis Kids. Good morning, Bell Star. How are you? Fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, I bet you are for hitting that ball. Woo-hoo. We got a little RKS going on this morning. RKS and a dash of BS. Really kind skunk. We're going to call that. Really kind skunk. We love it. So what's going on, Cannabis Kids? Not much. We, we, uh, we've got lots of stuff going on. Oh, we're excited today. about bacon today. And sex. And we and losing weight yeah. and Kiki Simon and oh my lord we're excited. I'm glad someone's actually talking about it. I am. You know, I mean these are some bacon. important things. Yeah, these four All subjects. These four subjects and not to mention the book. Hot topic is incredible. Oh my god, we're um, gonna get this book for our health center. Skippy, we know you're out there. Uh, tell Ken to send some more. We yeah. need like a dozen of these. I'm gonna send this one to my bestie. I think because um, she's the. Uh, very interesting. I always enjoy so. it when comedians write books because I think what it does is it really. It brings life. You know, I, I'm going to tell you. I'm life not. Life to truth. Yeah, life to truth. Yeah. Well, and they put in those little, you know, those little things that those little pals. He's just funny and foul, let's just say. He's funny and foul. And we love it. We love it. Exactly. Already, we're best friends with Skippy. We haven't even met him yet. We love Skippy. So that's what we got. So today's book. Today's author of our show, Smoke Weed, Eat Bacon, Have Sex, Lose Weight, A Prescription for a Better Life. And then there's a little asterisk, and it says um, smoking weed is optional, but uh, we want you to know it isn't. We think it's a prescription uh, for a better life. So uh, while we're waiting for Skippy to call in, um, he's getting ready, he's uh, frying up some bacon and, and, and getting ready for our show. Um, it's great already. What's going on? There's so much. 420 is coming up. Yes. There's events Next all over Wednesday. town. Next Wednesday. We're a week next? away. 
Are, no, no, no. No, We're sorry, two sorry, two weeks away. Sorry. Don't do that. Don't do you that. You know, I did that last night. I'm a week ahead. You are a week last ahead. Last night, I sent out a mass email saying, <laughs> I won't be here this next Thursday. And they're like, really? And I was like, wow. oh, I, I will be. I will be. Huh? It's next Thursday. Just making sure you're so all just paying kinda, attention. You did that to me yesterday, too. I'm yeah. like, all right, all right. So I was already living in... The beach. On the... What was it? The thirteenth. the beaches of... I was on the 13th. You were on the 13th on the beach. Of next week. So, wow. sorry about that. I love so. Keith, too. Keith, yeah, what was that little... <laughs> what did we call it? BS? Yeah. Um, a little bit of brown sugar? Brown sugar. A little bit of brown sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, we decided that that's the consistency that these uh, medtainers that we have at Tumbleweed Cell Center at 5315 East Broadway Boulevard, Suite 103, come on down. We're in the back. Come get certified. Come get a medtainer. These are awesome. And I heard someone say the other day that they grind your medicine to the consistency of brown sugar. And it's beautiful. It's like it really a little bit moist. It's able to coat it's the airy. whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. And if you're not using a grinder yet for your meds, um, you're wasting your meds. And your money. And your money. And it's your time, going, And your high. I yep. mean, you, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, those who say you're doing it wrong. Just use a grinder. Yeah. Use a grinder. Come on down. Preferably, you know, I'm you, the tumbleweeds These, grinders are great. There's many out there to there look at. There are a at. lot out there. These are medical grade plastic, um, and I always say, and they're airtight and waterproof. So if you're floating down the Salt River, you know, you're going tubing, and you this drops out in the water, your reed's fine. Thank God, your beer might sink. That's okay, but um, <laughs> your reed's Thank fine. You so if you're floating down the Salt River and you see one of these, uh, <laughs> grab it. Grab it. Pick it up. There's some fun inside there for you. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't even, yeah. Who who would have thought that eating right and exercising actually worked? By making better decisions in your daily life, you will be able to lose weight weight and keep it off, get fit, and be more goal-oriented. I love that. Have better health and quit bad habits. Yes. And make overall better decisions for a more positive life. Skippy, uh, in the book, Smoke, weed, eat, bake, and have sex, lose weight. Talks about positive eating mm-hmm. and positive life choices. Um, doing things for the right reason. We're so Americanized in our country anyway, and our, our country's spreading. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Um, zombie-like. Though. Yeah, it's, almost zombie-like. It's almost like ooh, you're gonna we're gonna flip on the TV and the TV's gonna make the decisions for us. And what does uh-huh. he say? There's a quote in here that you love especially about. Um, yes. Well, it's right back. Cannabis here. kid is gonna find it, but. Uh, this book is more than what the cover just says. It says, yeah. it says, life is the best reality show. You can't watch life from your living room, but you can watch other people live theirs with commercial breaks for fast food restaurants and other crap, and you don't need to. And, sorry, and you, and you don't need. Turn off your TVs. Turn on your life. Go outside and explore. That one was really, that one really hit home. Um, you know, yeah, go outside and explore. For real. It's a big world out there. People don't get out there anymore. You, no. you like, like you said, you're stuck to the couch. You don't see kids playing you in the streets home. like you used to or hide-and-go-seek anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there are kids in my neighborhood. Why aren't we all playing hide-and-go-seek and kick the can <laughs> and Red Rover, Red Rover? What's going on? Right. They're just sitting on corners. On Looking their little, at their phone. I was just going to say, on their little on cell their phone. On their phone. You know that... Uh, Neanderthal timeline where we're all hunched over and then we stand up into human beings, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, the, we're the going back evolution. Yeah, the evolution thing. Uh-huh. I like my Neanderthal uh-huh. timeline. Yeah, it was like good. A, uh, so we're standing up straight. 
guess where the millennials are taking us? Right back now to Neanderthal. We're going to have, they're going to, scientists are going to look at these kids' thumbs, our people's thumbs, and, and be they're like, they're going to be huge. What the, did like they this. do with their thumbs? Like, like it's just going to be like that they, little muscle that right mu- there on the, Oh my God, were they paddling rivers? Uh-huh. <laughs> Were they like poking others' eyes out with this? Like climbing trees with their thumbs only? Like, like the handstands on your thumbs. You're going to do it. You circus freaks. All right. Well, You're going to yeah, definitely see some change in a lot oh, of things. Evolution. Neanderthal uh, guidelines and uh, timelines. So um, perfect timing. Let's get into this. We're yes. super excited for Skippy. And let's just get him on and say good morning and welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. Good morning, Skippy. Hey, what's up? Hey, Skippy. Hey, Skippy. Hey, Skippy. Hey, Thank you for having me. Very happy to be here. We're super excited. Um, thank you to Ken for sending us his book. And um, I have to tell you, <laughs> so go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and you can click on our radio link. And I believe uh, the cover of the book is there. And if not, it's we've posted it all over. But I didn't even know, Skippy. I didn't know that it was you in the same picture. I was like, what? There's two guys. Who's that? You know, and then you start reading the book, and you find out about the Chub Club and all sorts of things. We're gonna, we're not going to give out too many spoilers. Skippy, <laughs> tell us about you, how you got into this. You know, we're all about the weed. Uh, tell us how yeah. You, yeah. you got into everything. You're a comedian. You're a vet. You're a just, it seems like a phenomenal human being. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, well, let's just say, let's start with the weed first. All right. Okay. I uh, I started smoking pot. I was uh, I grew up straight edge. I didn't drink, smoke, do drugs, or have sex or anything. Like when I was in high school. And so after high school, I got into the military, and the military is where I drank, smoked, did drugs, and had sex. Um. <laughs> I can uh, I can honestly say that Uncle Sam is the uncle that touched me. And so I started getting high. I originally started smoking pot in the military. Um, I'm completely outing myself right now. And I was with my girlfriend, and we, she was watching her professor's flat. We're, I mind you, I was stationed in Korea at the time. And uh, we just went up there, and, you know, there were jazz records and pornography and marijuana and I was like you know what this is going to be a good night and <laughs> so I just let it happen and then I like completely sweated it for a while because uh, smoking pot in the military is completely frowned upon but uh, my captain uh, she said that I should drink like a gallon of vinegar and that was perhaps the dumbest thing I ever did in my life because all oh. I did was pea salad dressing for a week and that oh. didn't do anything but but regardless, uh, something happened, and I started getting high with the guy who gave the piss test. So <laughs> that's how I got away with it. Um, there's loopholes to everything. Just want to let you know. Um, yeah. So, you know, so I, got, I started smoking pot in the military, and then it transitioned. What I loved about doing that was I was so incredibly fit in the military, like, I went in and I did two miles in 17 minutes, and that's just horrible. And by the time I got out, I did two miles in 10 minutes, 20 seconds. And wow. that was pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah, like, this is, yeah awesome. you know. Yeah, and I loved running. Running was one of my favorite things to do. And I would get high and I would go run all the time, even when I was out of the military. And then something happened when I was 26 years old. 
uh, I shattered my ankle skateboarding, and I now have a steel rod in my leg and a steel hinge for an ankle, and, you know, I'm part man, part machine, all skippy, but I can't (laughs) run anymore. You know, I can no longer run, so that's a big pain in my life, you know, because I I love running so much. But uh, so because of that, I started packing on the pounds, and I became very sedentary, and, you know, and I was crippled for eight months. It was really bad, and I started gaining a lot of weight. And then after I got better, I, you know, continued the bad eating habits. And mind you, I was a big drinker, too. That never helps. Um, and then I was just like, you know, and I just got a wild hair up my butt, and I was just like, you know what, Skip, either you do it now or you're never going to do it. And when I was 28 years old, I just moved from Pittsburgh and I moved uh, to Los Angeles, California and pursued a stand-up comedy career. And I can tell you that stand-up comedy is a very self-destructive lifestyle. Hmm. It, and I know it sounds crazy, but that's as a stand-up comic, uh, what's up? I said that's an interesting statement. Yeah. Well, I found out just from being in the belly of the beast, you know, I mean, I was performing, you know, seven nights a week, sometimes 10 performances a week. And, you know, you're running around and you're living through convenience. You know, you're going through drive through windows, you're hitting convenience stores, you know, you're just taking whatever. And so I'm like, you know, I'm drinking all the time too, and I'm just gaining a lot of weight. I know uh-huh. how you said that you uh, you thought that one guy in the picture wasn't me, but yeah, that was me, and yeah. I was partying a lot. Mind you, I was having a really good time. I was really good at drinking. I was really good at partying. I was really good at having a good time. But you know what? All good times have to come to an end. In 2008, <laughs> I went to the Playboy Mansion with a friend, and then I thought my life was just the hugest party ever. And then one day I woke up and I had what could be easily called a mild heart attack from drinking. Um, I had drank so much uh, beer and soda that I completely neglected to put any sort of actual hydration in my body. Mm. And then my body just went into shutdown and I, I drove to the veterans hospital. Like, uh, I mean, I was, I, I didn't want to pay for an $800 ambulance because that's how America works. And so I drove myself, you know, and I drove myself to the veterans hospital and I threw myself on the floor basically. And they put me back together and they said, dude, you got to do something. Plus something else happened. I had become so fat that I had man boobs. Uh Oh, (laughs) and then I got a lump in my man boob and then I had to go get a mammogram. Yeah. Oh, Yes, ladies, I feel your pain. There you go. I have been in the booby smasher. Let me tell you, it is no fun. No. You know, and also the fear of having, you know, just even a lump in your chest. I was just like, I just needed to do a super overhaul on myself. Yeah. And so that's when I started experimenting with a lot of different weight loss programs. And I started reading a lot. And I started looking at different options for myself. And so I started doing one program, and it had minimal success. I did another program, minimal success, another program, minimal success. And then what I did was I started taking all of the same information that I found in the certain books and piecing it all together. And then I just came up with a system. Uh, it's a grazing cycle, uh, you know, process and everything that helps boost your metabolism while you're smoking pot and, you know, eating bacon and having sex. So that actually works. 
and I dropped a hundred pounds and it was absolutely amazing. And I, my, like a lot of people I know, like from the comedy scene, was also in the punk scene for a long time, but like all of them are just like, wow, you look incredible. Yeah. And the accolades are amazing. Like, it's so different from, you know, just being a big, fat, sweaty mess. You know, it's like I look in the mirror and, like, I mean, I celebrated my 43rd birthday with abs. Oh, awesome. That's so great. That's awesome. You know, it's like you have to realize that your body is a present and you have to unwrap the gift. Oh, that's really Wow, that's really great. Well, that's another thing, too, is you have to start treating your body a lot better, too. That's what I found out. Yeah, you know, I, I stopped drinking soda. I mean, I honestly think there should be a 12-step program in America for that. Because, I mean, yeah. my family is addicted to that stuff. I was addicted. I mean, I was running back to the convenience store, you know, getting refills all the time. And yeah. it was just poisoning my system. So now I drink this. I don't know if you guys have, have you guys ever heard of this incredible beverage called water? <laughs> it no, is absolute, Well... <laughs> What they did was nature took two hydrogen molecules and merged it with one oxygen molecule, and for somehow it made this tasty beverage. And I drink it all the time, and it keeps me alive, and I'm looking at my fish. He loves it. I mean, it's just a really, really good, you know, it's a really good drink. I think everybody should start drinking more of it. Yeah. Uh, that's what we need to be addicted to is some serious water drinking. Yep, that's um, what I've been, you know, I've been slugging it back. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah, what's well, the better thing to slug back? More and more people need to drink it. You talk about how well it works in the body, and, you know, I think a lot more people need to get back to this body consciousness um, that we've kind of slowly gotten away from. Uh, the American zombie is kind of like how I like to put it. You know, yeah, this absolutely. Just m- it, mundane. Oh, it, mm-hmm. The zombie apocalypse is here yeah. because I have to ride my bicycle through it every day. There are these idiots who are just glued to their cell phones who think that the fun is happening somewhere else when it isn't. It's right in front of them. You know, yeah. I use my cell phone. It connects to my Bluetooth speaker and my backpack so I can generate music that I enjoy so I don't have to listen to the crap that they pump, you know, whenever I'm driving around somewhere, you know. Yeah. Or in, yeah. like, stores and stuff. I like to provide my own soundtrack, you know? <laughs> but my own theme music. I know. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Just like, and I'm going to get you, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> my theme so, music. Every good hero should have some. Um, are you still doing, obviously, well, I don't know, but I'm still assuming you're doing stand-up comedy still? <laughs> um, I have actually been on comedy hiatus for a very long time because I have just been concentrating on the book, but there are underground weed shows here in Los Angeles that I will be participating in. Well, I've already participated in them. I mean, there was a spot on Melrose a number of years back. It was the first place I ever had dabs. Um, that I used to go to, they had a speakeasy in the back. They had a little vapor lounge, and we used to do stand-up comedy back there, and it was phenomenal. And that's why I started, like, switching over from the alcohol crowds to the weed crowds, um, because the alcohol crowds, like, just so disrespectful, so rude, 
you know, mm-hmm. like drunk hecklers and stuff like that. Yeah. Like one of my uh, one of my performances down in San Diego that happened, um, there was this drunk woman in the audience who just wouldn't stop. You know, she just wouldn't shut up. And then afterward the show, I found out that she was actually a local judge. Oh. And yeah, I'm like, do you feel safe in that county? I don't. But wow. it, yeah. So it's like, I just, I, you know, alcohol, I just call it bad decision juice anymore. I mean, I just don't participate. I, I, I mean, well, I take it back. The last time I drank was in February at the marijuana mansion. And uh, I can tell you from firsthand experience that I enjoyed it in the moment, but the next day was horrible. Like, hangovers are just not my cup of tea anymore, and I can't understand how I used to punish myself like that. I know. You know, but hey, you know, we're all subject to abuse. Yeah, this is true. Your book book is is fascinating. It really is a seven-step guide. Um, if if people out there really want to lose weight and live a better life and um, and be healthier, it's we've been looking through this and it's it's really it's quite um, informational. You like you said, you've been through all the different like up and down, crazy, wacky diets, and you've taken a combination of the knowledge you found. And if people read this about the carbohydrates, what you report, talk to us about carbohydrates because this seems to be a really, 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 really big problem in our country. But tell us how what it, tell us what carbs mean to you and how they changed your life and how you worked with them because you scientifically you write in there about how carbs are broken down with sugars and fruits and sodas and different foods and it's a challenge. Yeah, it's amazing how many you know. I mean, you can walk through all the different aisles at the supermarket <clears throat> and just bear witness to just. I mean, just rows and rows and rows and columns of all this carbohydrate-powered food. And the problem is people don't understand their own bodies. Right. And they don't understand why they get fat. And they don't understand that sometimes eating isn't the best way to deal with your depression, as I found out. You know, you can always dive into a bag of chips, but are you are you happy at the bottom? I don't know. I, I don't do that anymore. But... The thing is, carbohydrates are what make people fat, flat out, okay? And they also make people sick. You can get diabetes from ingesting too many carbohydrates because your body can't produce that much insulin to compensate. The reason why you get fat is because you've ingested so much carbohydrates that the the carbohydrates that your body can't burn immediately, it has to store, so that's how you get fat, and it just gets layer upon layer upon layer. And it takes time, you know. It takes time to get fat. It takes even more time, you know, more time to get obese, you know. But if you got the time, you can do it. Good for you. But you don't want to do that because that just ends up, you just, you know, a lot of health problems, things that, you know. Uh, I mean, I, the, the biggest size I wore was a size 44 pants, and I was just appalled at that, that I even got that big, you know. And it's, yeah, but people don't understand their own bodies. And I have, I, I pretty much did a, you know, a, a, a psychological analysis of, my, analysis of myself. And I realized that sometimes when I eat, I eat because I'm depressed. And mm-hmm. sometimes I eat comfort food. Like I love Rocky Road ice cream. 
absolutely love this stuff. But I know now as an adult that if I eat too much of it, I'm going to become a pumpkin. So I don't want to do that. So I, you know, it's every once in a while, you know, it's fine. But not every day like I had become accustomed to. So the thing is that if you eat carbohydrates, you're going to get very, very fat. And that's it. That's called the truth. And I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt anybody's <laughs> feelings. But the I truth is, if what, what's up? <laughs> kidding. I'm teasing. But needless to say, it's just, you know, putting too many carbohydrates in your body is going to make you fat. And that's what I realized is that if I don't eat a lot of carbohydrates, the fat comes off because it actually goes in reverse. If you eat 20 grams or less a day of carbohydrates, uh, you can actually lose a lot of weight by putting your body into what's called ketosis. And that's when your body is flooded with ketoid bodies. And what they do is they use the stored fat for its actual intention as using it for burning energy. Mm -hmm. And that is what you have to tap into. And it takes a while, and uh, it takes a while to get your body into, like, the whole ketosis process. It takes roughly about two weeks. I'm actually putting myself through it right now because I've got to do some television spots pretty soon. And I, uh, let's just say bad bad relationships, and, you know, you go out and you party with people and stuff, and it catches up to you. So I got about 20 pounds of winter weight that I got to just drop off. But what's nice is I know this system and I know how well it works, that I'll be able to do that in less than like three weeks. So wow. for me, wow. it's no biggie. And you're doing yeah, it in a healthy way. What? Say again? You're doing it in a healthy way, which is what's important. Absolutely. Like the best, that's the best way to do it. Like a, a lot of people, they have this misconception that they have to eat healthy. And that's not true. You have to be healthy. What people have to do is eat nutritious. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people aren't doing. And the easiest way to do that is use the KISS method, which, which is keep it simple, stupid. Eat mm-hmm. less refined stuff. If you go through the frozen food aisle at the supermarket and pick up pretty much anything and look at the ingredients, you will see something that looks like a science fair project (laughs) because what you're eating is so over-processed and so over-sugared and over-sodiumed and just it's you're buying marketing, that you're buying advertising, you're buying into it, and it's not good. And the thing that, like, here's one thing that just cracks me up is, like, when I see parents give their children, like, fruit snacks that are made with real fruit juice. And I'm like, do you know what else is made with real fruit juice? Freaking fruit. Why did you <laughs> get that? So true. You ever oh, think about that? I you know. know I, I, but it's just <laughs> it's people want convenience. It's the That's program. all people want is they want, yeah, people want convenience. And don't get me wrong, I've been a part of it. And I mm-hmm. want to let you know, television is a huge part of it. That's why I don't turn on mine at all. Mine actually broke during an earthquake, and it's been the greatest thing that ever happened to me because it reintroduced me with the outside world. I ride my oh. bike everywhere. 
I, I, I check, I love graffiti. So for me now I go through like all these different alleyways and I check out all these really hot spots and stuff. And, you know, I just go out and see the world because just like I heard you say from my book, life is the best reality show. People don't understand that. And one thing that I can't stand anymore, especially when I go out and I try to meet people is how many people start conversations with, so have you watched? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, and the answer for me is wow. always no. God, uh-huh. that's interesting. People Instead are of- so programmed by. I mean, you have to look at television. Okay, why do they call it programming? Uh huh. Oh, think about it. But uh, where's our? Oh man, that's a good one. I'm sorry. Did I blow your mind this morning? I'm sorry. That was a good I, I one. That one's off. You just already, I need to go listen to the show again. There's too much going on here. Skippy, it's like, what would Skippy do? That's my new motto. What would Skippy do? Get out of the house. Well, I don't want to, yeah, exactly. You know, I'm trying not to plagiarize off that other guy or anything. But listen, you know, get out of your house. Enjoy life. There's so much to do. I mean, like, I've been, I've been in world champion air hockey tournaments. I've been in world champion pinball tournaments. You know, I've gone out and lived life. I was in the Army. I've seen the world. I used to travel the world in a gay punk rock cover band. Come on. I mean, get out there. There's so much to experience in this world. And so many people are just so, they just want to settle down, buy a house, squirt out puppies, and just call it a day. And I'm like, no, not me. Not this guy. You don't want your 2.65 children? Uh, well, my, no, and I'll tell you why. Because there's already 7.125 billion people on this planet ruining it for everybody. Yeah. So I'm doing my, you know, and condoms are way cheaper than children. That's what I do. I stay protected. I don't need any more aggravation in my life than I already have. My younger brother, he's got a, he's got a niece for me. If I ever need, I'll fly back to Pittsburgh, play with her. When she poops her pants, I give her back. That's all the stuff I need to do. You know. And, you know, but for me, it's like I see the problem with overpopulation of humanity, and I'm not going to contribute to it right. because there's, there's the, the dumb people are having way too many babies. This is true. And it's, and it's true. horrible. And what's horrible is the acorns don't fall too far from the tree. Oh. So <laughs> if, you have a, if you have ignorant people you're going to have ignorant babies because myself, I had to get away from the ignorance of my own family because I've got a racist mother and I don't like it, but I deal with it and I've been dealing with it my whole life. And I'm completely non-racist because I understand that I, I had no choice in how I came out. You know, this is not a right or a privilege. This is just how I showed up. Right. You know, but people, don't get that. They think that their skin color makes them better for some odd reason or blah, blah, blah. But they need to just get over themselves. You know, I'm starting a whole movement called Get Over Yourself. It's Get Over Yourself Movement. Goyim. I'm taking it from the Jews. It's Goyim. But just get over yourself. Seriously. People need to get over themselves with religion. They need to get over themselves with racism. And they need to understand that if we don't come together, this stuff is going to fall apart. Oh, right? my God. It totally is. Get it together. Totally. Yep. And that's why I got my stuff together. You, you know? have to. You're the only one you can count on when the shit hits Absolutely. the fan. Absolutely. You have you. Without and a doubt. You know, I better have themselves. I, yeah, you know, at, at the end of the day, 
you have you to pay your bills, not some deity. He's not going to do it. Matter of fact, he wants 10% of your paycheck. So, you know, you've got to count on yourself to do everything for yourself. And that includes making the right decisions, just like in smoke, weed, eat, bacon, have sex, lose weight. See how I brought that around? That was amazing. But, you know, it's, it's all about making better decisions today because the better decisions that you make today is going to be a better tomorrow waiting for you. Now, in your book, Smoke, Weed, Eat, Bacon, Have Sex, Lose Weight, you talk about being goal-oriented. Were, was there a day or in a time where you were just, like, aloof, <laughs> not caring, um, didn't know what you wanted in life? Is that where that comes I, from? Well, I think, well, I spent most of my high school years making people laugh. Like, I was not what you would call a good student. I'm a very, very, like, educated individual, but I've taken that upon myself. I read a lot. I just try to stay as... I try... What I do is I I use this thing called education, and then I use this other thing called applied knowledge, which is something that people don't seem to understand. They can get information from a book, but if they don't use it to their advantage, then it's useless. That's why I love this thing called applied knowledge. I love learning. I love finding out new ways of doing things. And, right. you know, and that's just how I do life. I just try to find new ways of doing things, and that's how all these experiments came into becoming smoke, weed, eat, bake, and have sex, lose weight. You know, I just combined all the, all the things that I enjoy into one thing that makes me a better person. So, yeah, it's just better decisions. I'm all about it. Absolutely. And positive decisions. Yeah. The more positive, the better, you know, and it's like, don't sabotage yourself. That's one thing I don't understand. Like people do that so much financially because, okay, it's like better decisions, not just like with your food, but also with everything else in your life, with your relationships. Like my older brother almost lost his house because he didn't realize that marriage is the first step in a divorce. And because that's what happens. He just, you know, they incompatible and they just got a divorce and she tried taking all of his stuff. And, you know, that was just a bad decision on his part. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there's also like finances and stuff like that. Like I have a younger brother who is, you know, he's, in, you know, he's got tons of, debt because he's got two houses and a bunch of like stuff. He just has a lot of material possessions. And I'm one of those people. It's like, I don't need a lot of material things to make me happy. You know, I don't need to surround myself with like, you know, uh, like I don't need a Rolls Royce with gold wings and spinning rims. That's just not me. I got a bicycle with green lights that light up at night. That's all I need. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all about green wheeling. I always wear a helmet. I wear a helmet. I got bike lights. I stay protected because these streets are dangerous. They are. But, and, but that's another, another thing that I did. Another thing that I uh, use in my life is that bicycle. I, I park my vehicle and move it maybe twice a week, sometimes three times a week if I go bowling because that's one of my regular things that I enjoy doing. Um, and... I I ride my bike everywhere. That my bicycle, like I'm pretty much Pee Wee's Big Adventure every day. <laughs> I am just a boy and his bike. 
Tell me you I have am a just bell. a boy in his bike, just going. Of course, I have a bell. I'm actually uh, I'm installing an air horn soon. Yeah, I'm gonna install like an actual air horn because I'll tell you what these zombies out there on their phones oh. with their earphones oh. in. Oh my god. You guys, you they gotta ride careful. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know, you kid. They don't hear the bell. They don't hear you calling them. You know, them a stupid idiot or anything. They don't hear light. nothing. Uh, no, yeah. No. You know, so it's just yeah. You know, I got all this different. I got all this different type of you know obstacles that I have to deal with, and the streets to, are even they're terrifying. But they are terrifying. You need a device, Skippy, that when you ride by on your bicycle, their electronic devices shut down, <laughs> so they have to pay attention. I think it's called uranium. Uh, I think uranium can actually do that, but I'm not sure if I can, like, carry that. I mean, that could could get dangerous. Uh, But, you know, I'll see what I'll look into it, though. But, yeah, it would be great. I mean, well, I've, um, I've, like, I mean, people get confrontational. Out here, people... I don't know what it is, but people in Range Rovers, white BMWs, Mercedes, and Prius want me dead. I don't understand it. They, the stop sign to them may as well not even exist. And it is absolutely, like, and I also, like, Priuses. Like, you'd think these people that are so environmentally conscious that they're only half, you know, polluting the air, that, you know, they would at least stop for a guy who's on a bike. Because, oh, I guess they're hating on me because I'm fully not polluting the air. I'm actually feeding the trees I'm riding by. But <laughs> I don't know. It's just people are just, I don't know. And then, like, but then there's, like, you know, the person who is just so self-absorbed that they don't see you, and they're the most terrifying. They got Starbucks in one hand. They got their uh, cell phone in the other. They got looking yep. at their kid in the rearview mirror. Yep. I mean, no, just terrifying what's out there. So, that's why I like smoking pot and riding my bike because smoking pot makes me more aware of my surroundings. Yeah. It actually creates a defense mechanism for me because I am actually going, holy crap, these people can kill me. Let me be more cautious. Right. Let me be as it's cautious the, as I can. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the same way I, um, they have these, uh, these indica patches I put on there. Like, it's like putting an edible on your arm pretty much. And I use these indica yeah. patches and I go, uh, I go boogie boarding and oh. it is absolutely amazing. The ocean on edibles is just oh. incredible, but I stop myself every once in a while and I will run out of the ocean going, dude, there's sharks in there just because <laughs> I play it careful. You know, but still, I'm just psyching myself out. But at the same time, it's also good to take a break. Yeah, right. it is. Because I like and the boogie board. There are sharks out there, just so you know. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. totally sharks out there. There's sharks on the street, yeah. too. That's why i got to be cautious. There's there's sharks, yeah. yeah. There's You're sharks on land, sharks on water. water. Oh, my You're God. Right. There's water. Yeah, everybody's out to get you. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to make myself healthier, and they're out to kill me. So that's why I must protect myself, you know. I'm yeah. all about just, you know, whether it's condoms or a helmet, protect yourself. Do yourself a favor. Keep yourself protected. You have to have armor of some sorts in this world. It's, a, it's a, you know, you have to have some sort of armor. No, well, I think the best defense is education. Yes. You know, well, like we- I learned in the military that knowing, you got to know your enemy, and, like, that's how I realized my enemy was me being fat. So I just became the target. And then, 
me, I'm best friends with myself now. I take myself everywhere, and I'm very proud to take off my shirt at the beach. And you know, it's just I, I've, I'm very happy with what I have done. I'm, I was a total fixer upper, and let me tell you, ready to be put on the market for top dollar value. So, ow, there you go. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and you. thank you so much for breaking my breaking my book cherry. This is really awesome being interviewed by you guys. I, this is super great. I love this. We've been, uh, oh, we've we've been enjoyed really the whole thing. We were excited yesterday. We went to lunch, and Belle and I were just kind of going over the book and laughing. Laughing, and we like, were. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I got the postcard in the mail a little a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, what? Smoke, we eat bacon. What is this? Well, we're eating like, our uh, big chicken at our little, eight, uh, yeah. our little Chinese restaurant. We yeah. were like, huh. Our vegan chicken. What is this? <laughs> Yep, I uh, I just figured it out. I just, well, actually, that wasn't the original title of the book. Um, that was actually the tagline of the book. I I started writing the book about three or four, about three and a half years ago now. Um, but yeah, well, it took it took about two and a half years to write because um, it was just a very slow, grueling process. I want to let you know, writing sucks. <laughs> You get that it is. dragon. Oh, no, I tried that. And let me tell you the errors that were just so predominant with that. It was, I, I, was, I was more frustrated that I had to go back and redo everything all the time with that. You know, it just, it just made it. Yeah, and it's just like I'm, I, I, I just, you know, I, I like to work smarter, not harder. And that actually made it more complicated. Oh, and no. I tried, though. You know, if you don't try, you've already oh. failed. So I gave it a shot. But, yeah, but the whole thing was is uh, I, the original title of the book, I was making an autobiographical account of my weight loss, and it was called Time to Lose Weight, You Fat Piece of, can I swear on the, on the radio? You sure can. All right, it was called Time to Lose Weight, You Fat Piece of Shit, and <laughs> that was the original title for the book. And then when I started talking, because I was like, when I first started writing, I was all cocky. I was like, yeah, I lost 100 pounds. You could be like me. But uh, <laughs> I I talked to my mother and I talked to my brother, my older brother. And they were both like, it sounds like you're calling me a fat piece of shit. And I looked at it and I was like, well, you're absolutely right. And I'm totally sorry. I did not mean to, you know, inadvertently call you a fat piece of shit. Um yeah. So then I had a tagline, which was, smoke weed, eat bacon, have sex, lose weight. And my mom was like, why don't you use that? And then my older brother, who is Republican conservative living in Texas, he got all up in arms about the smoke weed thing. Well, I can't smoke weed. I got a corporate job. And I'm like, that's why the asterisk now exists. That's why the asterisk exists, Jason. Actually, I'm I'm thinking about putting the asterisk next to eat bacon too, so that Muslims and Jews don't get offended oh. by it. But because that oh. is also optional, and I'm Jewish, so I'll talk about it openly. I don't give a crap. I actually gave up being uh, Jewish for bacon. I got kicked <laughs> out of Hebrew school when I was 11 years old in protest of kosher. I brought in my own bacon, took off my yarmulke, and I was like, "What? What's so bad? What's so bad?" You know, but unfortunately, religion doesn't like questions, and I got booted. So I'll never have my bar mitzvah. I'll never be a man. So be it. <laughs> oh, you're, you're a doing man. Just, All right. You're doing just fine, Skippy. 
All right, uh, cool. As long hey. as you guys like me, that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> We're the biggest keeping fans there are yeah. now. Uh, right on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Check out my Twitter. Yeah, Chevy, are you guys on my Twitter or my Instagram? Oh, we are. We, we have just, it now. We tweeted, and All right, cool. we haven't grammed yet, but we did tweet this morning for you. Um, All right, cool. You talk about bacon being a, a, on the number one carcinogen list, and that really blew my mind. I didn't even know... I've heard of the list, but I really, you know, some of these things, education is powerful, and you really have blown my mind here with this this book. And um, tell us about that. Yeah, that that, that, that came out because um, that, the copy that you have right now is the um, the new version. There was an older version that came out. And in between that version and this version, the World Health Organization came out saying that bacon is now you know, like some sort of, you know, health risk. And but also on this list is sunlight. No. And I'm uh, like, what the F? So do I have to put sunscreen on my bacon or something? I mean, <laughs> the answer is no, don't. It'll probably taste horrible. But it's just the World Health Organization, I think what they're trying to say is the same thing I'm trying to say, is everything in moderation. Moderation, right. Mm-hmm. You know, but they just, I mean, it came out in, like, they had this thing in, like, one of these, like, major news sources and stuff that said, it was saying about how, you know, bacon is going to cause, you know, deaths in this certain number amount of people over a certain period of time. And then I did the math on it, and I found it was like one out of every like 300,000 people or something like that. So, you know, life's a risk. It's the hey, same thing whenever to... you go into the ocean, you know. It's like I said about the sharks before. You know, hey, everything in moderation. I'm not living in the ocean. That's the shark's job, you know. <laughs> I'm not living in bacon. That's not my – I eat it every once. I had it this morning in a protein shake, so everything is good. In, in your shake? Oh no no no! I have to. I'm I I'm working with uh, my my buddy who's a Navy SEAL and personal trainer. Um, I'm starting something right now. I'm, uh, I'm it's something I'm calling shredicated because Ooh. I'm staying dedicated to getting shredded. Because mm-hmm. and okay, I may as well I may as well announce it here first since oh, you wonderful people have. So graciously interviewed me, and I feel awesome. This is just like the biggest ego booster on the face of the planet. I feel awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs> but uh, just want to let you know, I am coming out. It's in development right now. It works. It's incredible. It's something that everybody is going to be able to utilize. I have created a home gym for stoners. Oh, awesome. That is awesome. You can now, here's the great part about it. You will be able to sit on your floor and do bench press and butterflies, and you'll be able to, like, stand up and do your calf raises and do uh, squats. And, like, it is absolutely amazing what I've developed. And what's great, and it's called the hot box because I had to give it an appropriate weed title because, well, the what my biggest problem was I don't, like going to the gym at all, okay? And part of the reason why I don't like going to the gym is because there's people there. (laughs) And they suck, and they're all 6'3", 
sitting there taking pictures of themselves, like on a tricep machine or something, trying to Instagram, oh, I went to the gym, look at me, I'm in spandex. But <laughs> the whole thing is, I just don't like the gym culture. I just don't like having to drive to the gym. Like, I don't understand. This is one thing I don't get. Oh, right, here people we go. Drive, people drive to a gym yeah. to ride a stationary bike. Like, yep, love it. Why don't just you just buy get on a the bike. bike yep. and ride the bike? Like, I don't get that. So my whole, and also another thing, gym music sucks. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I mean, like, am I at a dance club with weights? This I shit say, it's a rave. It's a rave. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst, you know? More time. <laughs> yeah. What's up? If you have to hear CNC Music Factory one more time. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously, I, I I never wanted to hear it the first time, you know? <laughs> so, like, that was another motivational factor was to get the gym home. Plus, I can't smoke weed at the gym. Oh, right. there you go. They True. frown on that there. You can drink protein shakes till your face falls off. Yep. I can't smoke weed at the gym. And that, that to me, right. I don't yeah. like that. So what I did was I got with a buddy of mine who's a bodybuilder, and we developed this thing called the Hot Box. And I'll tell you what, it is absolutely amazing. I mean, if you want to get muscles and and just look great, I mean, this thing is seriously it's. Okay, you need I to see it as being. Yeah. What's up? We need to be your test dummies here. We need to we need to do this. All right, hop. we're actually going to be. Um, my agent has to go and do some stuff for a few weeks, but we're going to be creating um, prototypes. So if you guys would like to be guinea pigs, I mean, sure. Bet. You bet. We'll you. try it out oh, right yeah. on air. We'll do. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. There's some, there's some really, it's it's really cool because like there's like even the even the tough exercises like um. I created something where it's like you can actually do lateral pull downs because that was one of the things that I had a problem. Like I wasn't like lateral pull downs are so you get that like that cobra shape with your back and everything. Ooh, you know you get yeah you get when you flex and everything like you know you you flex and your back is just like wow you know it's just like it's like those wing muscles pretty much. But I didn't have any way of doing it at home until I created a way of doing it at home. And it's great because that's also my tricep machine, the same one that I don't have to wait for anymore as other people are using at the gym. That's true. <laughs> there is no, you can kick yourself off your own machine. <laughs> well, I Funny. do, and, I, and what's great is I kick myself off so I can go do some dabs or smoke a joint because I'll tell you what, if you watch the movie Pumping Iron with Arnold Schwarzenegger, he talks about marijuana and how great it is and how it just, you know, and it's it's amazing. More people need to understand because there's so much misinformation in the world about this plant, and it just yeah. it it pisses me off to no avail. Let's talk it's about done the so benefits. much for me. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. So let's talk about the health benefits of marijuana and your and your regime and your workout and your lifestyle. Okay. Well, I will tell you one thing that I have done recently that has made a complete a huge difference in my life is I have switched over from smoking flour to strictly smoking, or strictly just vaporizing concentrate. Oh, like, I only dab now. All right. Yeah, How like, come? I'm all about dabs. And here's why, okay? Um, I, like I said, I ride my bike 
everywhere. And oh, I am also a huge bong smoker, okay? I pull five or six tubes as soon as I get up because for me, weed is my coffee. It gets me yep. up. It gets me activated. It gets me motivated. I go. I grab some water. I drink that down and just get my day started. And so my problem was I was smoking so much pot that I was getting super congested. And then I started coughing up stuff that I could easily pave the road that I was, like, you know, riding on. And it was getting pretty ugly. So I started switching over to dabs. I switched over to nothing but dabs, and in a week, my lungs were clear. It was absolutely amazing. The difference between smoking flour and, and taking oil vapor in your lungs, and do yourself a favor... If you want to see the difference, look at bong water versus rig water because the mm-hmm. difference is clear. <laughs> ah, ah, we need that. I'm, yeah, I mean, bong water is that big, nasty, murky swamp that lives in the bottom of your, you know, your device, whereas rig water, I mean, it is just clear as day. It's got a little bit of, like, you know, reclaiming everything in it, but whatever. All I know is I am breathing easy so much more because of concentrates. I think concentrates. You know what? I am hashtag beyond weed. I'm sorry. It is just I'm beyond it now. I love it. I'll never give it up. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, I'm not going to smoke your joint. (laughs) That's not me. But when it comes to anything, I'm all about shatters. I'm all about waxes. I'm all about batters. I'm all about sugars. Give it to me, baby. It is so wonderful. And plus, another thing I love about dabs, too, is it feels like the first time I ever got high every time. Wow. It's such a good feeling. (laughs) Yeah. That is a good feeling. You know? Yep. Yeah, and I love it because it takes so much of the pain because I lift a lot. I got a lot of leg pain, and I got arthritis in my my foot because of my injury. And I'll Mm. tell you what, it goes bye-bye. Yeah. It goes bye-bye. Well, and I was going to say, with all the bicycling you do as an anti-inflammatory, this must work wonders for your whole body. I mean, you use every bit of your body when you're bicycling, so. Oh, yeah, and I use CBD oil as well. I use a lot of topical lotions and everything for my knee and my lower back and my feet. I mean, CBD is, I am letting everybody know, CBDs. Fuck aspirin. CBDs are going to be the most amazing thing for the whole world. I mean, I have a friend who has epilepsy, and just to see how much it calms down. I mean, this is a guy that was having seizures all the time, and to see them just, like, calming down to two, maybe three per month now as opposed to, like, 30 or 40, incredible. Wow. Yeah, I mean... It's just, it's, I mean, the part that sucks is that it has been illegal for as long as it has been. And the and it's all bullshit why it's illegal in the first place with the marijuana tax set back in 1937. It just shows you that our government can be bought out by billionaires at any moment for their own purposes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because that's the reason I got thrown in jail in 1995 with my girlfriend because I was smoking a joint at an amusement park in Pittsburgh was because these guys, there's a huge problem in this world. And the problem is greed. 
and billionaires just aren't rich enough. I know. That's the problem is these people just aren't rich enough. The truth is they're too fucking rich. They're just whacked out on this drug called money. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm... What's up? I said, yeah, that's the darn truth. They're addicted. Yeah, but, but, you know, and then because of, you know, William Randolph Hearst and Hearst Paper Company, his billions of dollars of timber holdings that were threatened and the money that was given to him from Mellon Bank and also DuPont Chemical, who came out with a wood sulfide process for uh, wood pulp, turning wood pulp into paper at the same (laughs) time. And then that, coupled with the fact that DuPont just came out with rayon, with hemp as a fabric that is amazingly strenuous and is used yeah. as rope and is used as sails and is used as flags and is used as the, you know, the declaration of the independence for crying a bucket. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, it has so many uses, but the fact that a billionaire, it threatened his money is yeah. the reason I went to jail in 1995. Like that's the yeah. truth. I went yeah. to jail because a billionaire was scared of losing some money. Yeah. yeah absolutely. True. That's it. Yeah. You know, and that's why that's why I'm worried about this election because, you know, this election is either it's either going to be an election or a selection. And right oh. now the selection isn't looking too good. Except yeah. for that Bernie guy. The Bernie guy <laughs> I love. Yeah. Bernie guy, if you're not voting for that guy, you hate America, and you hate Americans. <laughs> it's that simple. It is. All right? And yeah. I will go as far as to say you're very ignorant because Trump, he is just a blowhard oh. for the the racist pumpkins that live in this country. Well, and, yeah. and then there's uh, Hillary who's just, she might as well just be call herself corporate Hillary. I mean, right. she's just owned. That woman is just owned. And I know there's, like, this girl power movement behind her, but, ladies, Elizabeth Warren is a way better choice. (laughs) You go, Liz. Go, Liz, or go home. Elizabeth Warren, she's cleaning up America, one Republican (laughs) at a time. (laughs) Yeah, and you know what? We need, yeah, because the Republicans are a virus. These are the people that are trying to privatize the mail service in America. I know. What's up? When do we get to, when we do can't we, wait to meet you. We want to come play with you in one of your underground Hell weekends. yeah, anytime. Hell yeah, yeah, if you guys want to come out to Hollywood, you guys can crash out of my place. We are going to start. Are you going to be touring anywhere time soon? Um, yes. Where can, where can people where get can, out and see you? Yeah, tell us. Um, well, you know what? Maybe I should start doing comedy again. Yeah, you should. We're going to encourage that. We are. All right. I'll start doing comedy again. Um, I'm going to get myself booked at this weed room here in Holly. I'm going to get it as a place in North Hollywood. There's a weed room. I will play. Is there any, how does it sound? Is there any weed friendly comedy rooms where you are? Oh, good question. I don't know. Let me rephrase that because I was bad grammar. Hold on. I had bad grammar. Hold on. Are there any (laughs) weed, uh, weed, uh, you know, weed? you know, positive rooms around where you are. Well, boy, howdy, we'll find we out. We can find out. You betcha. That would be great I'm because you can, there, there are clandestine weed shows all around. It's just that, you know what, I, I, I think there needs to be an an underground railroad for weed comedians because it's a burgeoning <laughs> sure market. 
So, because I know plenty of them. I know a lot of great, 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 phenomenal stand-up comics. I mean, I worked in stand-up comedy here in Hollywood forever until I just realized, you know what, I hate show business, and then just got the hell out of it. Because, like I said, it's a self-destructive lifestyle. I just don't want to be a part of it anymore. I mean, that's why you see a lot of, like, actors falling off. It's just because they're... You know, they get all this money and they think that their life is, you know, oh, I'm, I'm bulletproof. Yeah, until you die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I remember, you know, there was like one actor on The Sopranos that died and it was all over my Facebook feed. And I was yeah. like, you know, it was like, you know, and I'm sitting here, I go, an actor dies and everybody cries. Yet a soldier dies who died for your freedom. Yay. Yeah. I know. You know, that's sad. the sad part of America right there is how programmed yep. we are by Hollywood, and that's all thanks to your television. Yeah. Programming. You know? and Once again, yep, programming. Yep, just like I said, yep, you're programmed. It's <clears> just, you know, those advertisements are on there for a reason. They want you to go out there and buy that, you know, this car that's going to have a faulty part that, you know, falls down. But it looks good in the commercial. As long as it looks good in the commercial, because we've all been fooled by commercials, we all have. We've yes. all went out and gotten something and been super disappointed because it didn't live up to the expectation. I know I have, but oh, it's just, yeah, so it's just one of those things I'd rather just not be bothered with it. I'd rather just go out and live life. There you go. Well, step seven in your book, you know what, you've hit us to the very end of our show, which is awesome, and we always warn our listeners and we tell them we're going to go over it, just what we do. But step, step seven in your book is what? Have fun. Absolutely. All day, every day. Absolutely. Because it ain't fun, it's work. And who wants that's to right. do that? Nah. You know? That's why I'm currently out of my relationships. Because, like, ugh, <laughs> too much work. My <laughs> God. It's just like, why? You know, all I need in my life is just a low-maintenance nymphomaniac. That's all I need. There you go. But that's they're not just asking. so difficult to find. <laughs> well, good luck on that quest. Maybe that's your next book. <laughs> no, well, no, the next book, I'm doing a cookbook, and I'm going to be doing another book. It's going to be an extension of one of the, uh, uh, what's it called? I, 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 well, the working title I'm going with is one of the uh, chapters in the book, which is called Patience, Love, and Maintenance. Nice. Because those are three things you need just to make, you know, every day great, you know? Yeah, you need patience, you need love, and, you know, body maintenance, you know, life maintenance. You know, get your stuff together. You know, it's like I was in this, like, I I, I had a girlfriend. Uh, she was a friend of mine. We had known each other for 17 years. And you think you know somebody. You know, you think you know somebody. And I got with her, you know, she said it was going to be great and everything was going to be wonderful. But I was actually getting set up. And it was, it was sad for me because this is someone that I thought was an actual friend. But you can't tell by looking at someone that they have a credit card consolidation loan, a DUI, and five years of unpaid taxes. Like, you can't tell that by looking at a person. Right. And I was getting getting what is commonly called scammed. I was getting scammed by someone who I thought was a friend. And that just made me, you know, realize that, you know what, it's just some, you have to ask yourself, do it worth it? You know, yeah. I had a drill sergeant when I was in the military. He was of Haitian descent, and drill sergeant Edwards. He was a great guy, uh, but he would have he had this really thick accent. He would have these talks with us, and he would go do it worth it. 
And we would be like, what are you talking about? And then he would give us these stories. He'd be like, you go out with your friend, you go to the bar, you get drunk, you get behind the wheel of your car, and you crash and you die. You ask yourself, do it worth it? <laughs> do it worth it? <laughs> and we would have to sit there and, like, yeah, and we would have to sit there and listen to half-hour speeches and bite our tongues trying not oh. to laugh. God. Yeah, because he would just like, okay, now, you go out with your friend because everything was the buddy system in the military. Everything you went out with your friend with this guy for some odd reason. You go out with your friend. You go to the bar. You meet a girl. You take her home. You have sex. You get AIDS. You die. You ask yourself, <laughs> do it worth it? <laughs> you get AIDS. You die. And you ask do it worth it. And that is something that I ask myself every day in every situation. Do it worth it. That's right. Because, you know, because that's like I'm saying, it's called applied knowledge. I'm applying what Drill Sergeant <laughs> Edwards said, do it worth it, into my actual daily life. And I realized she was not worth it. There you go. So, you like it. I said, everything was just a better decision. That's right. A better, a better positive decision. Thank you yep. so much for coming on our show. We've looked forward to this, and it's been everything we wanted, and you are so a rock star in our eyes now. We love you. We would love to have you Thank back you. on. Yeah, totally. Absolutely, anytime. Yeah. yeah, I'm all about it. You guys have been phenomenal. If you guys just want to shoot the poop, just give me a holler. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Will, we would so. definitely. And let us yeah, know and where also, you're next and what you're doing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, with that, follow me on Twitter, which is uh, at Skippy Simon six six seven because I'm one up on the devil, and uh, then there's also my Instagram which is at Smoke Weed Eat Bacon, and nice. that was started at the Cannabis Cup with my friend, which was awesome because because I had just gotten kicked off Facebook because check this out Facebook wants me to upload my ID, and what? I'm like that is a little bit too personal there Facebook yeah go check it out on my Instagram. They're like, they're acting like, like straight up Gestapo. They're like, submit your documents. You know, they're like, Juden. I'm like, what the fuck? So, yeah, so me and Facebook are just, fuck you, Facebook, right now. So they can take all my, how many followers or friends or I don't know. You know, that's another thing, too. You have friends in real life. Yes, like, I, I know this girl, I know this girl, and she has 60,000 followers on Instagram, and she acts like Hitler. She's like, I will get my followers against you, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know, but that's just it. That's, that's that, like, I was, we were all saying before about zombies, these people that are on their phones that are so consumed by that, that's programming, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, these... That, that's how these people find worth is just by finding, you know, self-worth somewhere else. They can't find it right in front of them. Yeah. This is the but truth. that's our society. That's it. And don't forget to go to www.smokeweedbacon.com, pick up that book, change your life. Change <laughs> Thank it Thank you so much, Skippy. My pleasure. Thank you guys. You guys rock. And have a oh, wonderful gosh. day. Thank you so much for being on this morning. Have an We've... awesome day. And uh, Hey, you eat, too. Eat. My absolute pleasure. All right, thank you. All we'll right, everybody. Have a wonderful day. You too. Take care. Bye now. Oh, my Lord, that was awesome. awesome. That Skippy was Simon awesome. Skippy Simon. Wow. Yes. And that. Smoke weed, eat bacon, have, have sex, sex, lose weight. weight. Do it. Just Remember, do it. the asterisk is optional. 
Um, you can put an asterisk on anything, though, but I think have you should fun. do all of that. Be yeah. positive in what have you're fun. eating. The seven steps are all right there with uh, intelligence, uh, education, fun, wit. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll become a part of it. It's Skippy Simon. <laughs> and <laughs> this is Bell Star. This is the Cannabis Kid. And we are just going to say thank you so much to everybody who joined us. We had a wonderful live audience um, that we always love. Thank and you guys for being here. Thank you. Come on down to Tumbleweed Health Center at 5315 East Broadway Boulevard, Suite 103. We're in the back. Come get certified. Come support your local weed program, please. And we've got uh, some new brochures coming up. And we're going to be in Baja Edible Arizona Magazine starting Woo-hoo. in May. Woo-hoo. And what else? We've got 420, 420 coming. coming up next Wednesday. We yep. will be at the 420. No, in two weeks. No, in two you, weeks. You Sorry, I always do that. I think we have Desert Valley testing on next week from Phoenix. We got another um, med testing company, which is fantastic. I'm excited, like Christmas. It is. They're rolling in after the just rolling them in. I just keep on thinking it's so close to it really is. No, don't even say it. All right. Most important, remember. Be smart. Be safe and and educate. All right. We love you guys. Thank you, Skippy. See you next week. You know what time it is? Doesn't matter anymore. Because now you can get burgers at breakfast at Burger King. It's the heart of your breakfast you really want. Flame-grilled Burger King burgers you crave at lunch or dinner, now at breakfast. Choose from Burger King favorites like the extra-long cheeseburger or the original chicken sandwich. What was that sound? Oh, that's the sound of breakfast changing forever. Now get burgers at breakfast, only at Burger King. Still hungry? Now get two original chicken sandwiches for just $5. Available all day. Price and participation vary.